Today's episode of the Teamwork Online webinar series is presented by ScreenSkins, the number one branded screen protector. Appreciate their support of the podcast, and they allow you to personalize your screen protector with custom or officially licensed designs that disappear. Get yours today by visiting ScreenSkins.com and use the code LIFO24 at checkout for 20% off today. Again, the code LIFO24, L-I-F-O-2-4 at checkout for 20%. Enjoy today's episode. This is the Life in the Front Office Plus, where we dive deeper into personal and professional development, share nuggets and highlights from previous episodes, and bring you new content to provide insights and perspectives beyond the front office. Enjoy today's episode. We're going to kick it off with a little bit of uh, revenue generation focused uh, questions to really kind of shine a light on how revenue generation plays a role within our industry, within sports and entertainment. Um, so, Stephanie, we'll we'll kick it off with you, but when you think about revenue generation and how it's defined within sports and all that it encompasses, um, what's something that that someone wouldn't necessarily know about how it's all interconnected and woven through other departments and integrated, uh, whether it's you know a team, a league, et cetera? Well, I think um, revenue generation within sports is something that is highly, highly technical in terms of like data infrastructure and attribution modeling. And it takes a really robust and a very intelligent business insights team to be able to um, not only attribute dollars to kind of everything that everybody's doing, but also um, help define where that attribution should start, right? So um I like to say every single business or every single um, team within a business is revenue generating in some form or fashion, right? If, if we're all within a team environment or a league environment, like everything that we're doing is somehow driving our business forward and driving our business forward is driving revenue for us in you know some form or fashion, whether that's through corporate partnerships or through fandom, which is a highly revenue generating area of business that we're still all starting to kind of uh, recognize and respect now. But uh, yeah, I think what, what it really takes is a very intricate uh techno technology stack and a, a very smart business insights team uh to be able to to drive that or to be able to articulate how the revenue is driven. Monique, revenue is in your title. So um let's kind of jump to, you know, what what does a CRO do, right? And and mm -hmm. uh what 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 is the revenue that you're responsible for generating and how does it play a role within the organization? Yes, definitely. I love it. Perfect question for me with being in the title. Revenue for me starts from the moment an event goes on announcement for a pre-sale, your pre-sale code window, making sure that the ticket link works to buy, the purchasing link or parking link works to buy parking. It starts from that moment we announce and we release any link for you to immerse yourself in the event. As soon as that part happens, uh, fans start trickling in of what's not working and what link isn't uh, up to date to buy, or it's incorrect from website to Ticketmaster to our social, and making sure we all have a streamlined communication of what's going on. At that point, it doesn't stop. It just keeps rolling into, as Stephanie was saying, in different teams, um, they're kind of now the face of revenue, whether it be security or housekeeping or the person that scans your parking pass to enter a parking lot, each experience that a guest goes through, whether it be good or bad, plays into the revenue generation of an event. So if parking is too messy to 
to get into, then they're going to, a customer is going to flip and go towards, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes out into the city and call an Uber ride in. And if the Uber gets frustrated getting into the venue, then they're going to be dropping off the top of the hill. So the guest's going to have to walk down. And if the guest gets to the gate and there's not Wi-Fi for the ticket, they didn't download it in advance because we didn't communicate it. Then there's a, a hiccup there. There's so many different domino effects of where revenue side of things needs to be on point. So that's communicating with every team to make sure you got Wi-Fi at the gates, you have the right amount of security and ticketing personnel at point of entry, that once the gates open, that the concession stands are fully stocked and loaded with all your favorite snacks. And if you need um, any accessibility challenges, that we have guest services on point ready to assist you, any of these experiences that that miss a beat, they come back to us in a complaint or, you know, refusing to pay and we get a charge back from your credit card company. Um, so making sure that that all lines up from experience from months out for an event to go on sale to even your very last moment of leaving the venue, your experience to get back into your car and get back onto the street and go home. We're all responsible for that experience for our guests. So in terms of the revenue generation of each team that we play a part of it, it's all very crucial, even though someone may not think that uh, the experience of a hot dog would matter. <laughs> it end of the day, it does matter um, from the experience of the guests that we're servicing for all of our events. I can tell you, you know, revenue is the bloodline. So it's a great topic for all these bright young faces out there on this on this uh on this podcast. I would I would tell you, you know, licensing and in our case. Um, some ticket sales, I would tell you, premium um, pregame event space in, in the form of tailgating, sponsorship revenue or partnership revenue, depending on how you look at it, how you term it, how you're set up. Um, there's so many avenues and new revenue streams in this day and age that people continuously try to, to innovate and, and find new streams. So TV media rights, you guys probably heard of that in the college football landscape of late. So there's a variety of opportunities, I think, for organizations. Um, they don't have to be quite as linear as that, but from a social standpoint, Jake, you've been an innovator in and of, its, in and of yourself, I should say, uh, over the course of time, certainly the last few years. Um, you know, tea times and premium ex experiences, fan experiences. Um, there's a host of, of ways to, to, to generate these things. If you build it, they will come, I think is, is, is a line that, that typically you have a, an event or platform that that makes some sense, certainly in the sports world, um, and it has the opportunity to kind of generate some revenue. So there's a variety of opportunities. From my perspective, um, you know, partnerships revenue really is contingent on the actual event itself and, and how many bodies you can fill in. So sometimes there's a domino effect as to what precedes the other. Um, oftentimes in the race world, you, you're really contingent, you know, to drive revenue and to keep your team afloat. Sponsorships are really what 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 the key is to the to the whole thing. So, um, depends on kind of the vertical that you're in and what's the most important um, facet of revenue generation. Well, I think Monique kind of said it without you asking her because she she really kind of dove in on the digital piece, right? So, you know, for us, it's um, in, in the tailgate industry or the game day uh, premium fan experience industry, we wanted to dominate from the time you left your garage or got out of your garage um, until the time you kind of came back home. So that's everything from tickets to, you know, ticket takers to premium experiences to food and beverage delivery and all those things that, quite frankly, can be done digitally. Um, your parking, 
the map to the parking, all those things are kind of, so you can do a lot fundamentally digitally. You can promote your event digitally. And so I think that's just kind of taken over the world. A lot of things kind of, a lot of good things kind of came out of COVID-19. Um, I think the acceptance and uh, the reality that this is the direction we need to go anyway, it's uh, convenience fees and all the other things that you can tack on to it. Those are all revenue streams, quite frankly. So I think from my perspective, the innovation really is, is from a marketing perspective, but leading to that generation, a lot of it fundamentally is digitally, digitally, digitally done in this day and age. Steph, you were talking about your tech stack and and we'll kind of segue there, right? From the digital front, but like even marketing wise, right? Like what are the trends that you're seeing from an innovation perspective there to drive revenue? Yeah, I, I love this question. Um, and to Gerald's point, like one of the things, not only us as consumers, we got more used to like, okay, fine, I guess I'll do everything on my phone or, you know, okay, I guess ticketing can all be digital. But it also forced all of the companies that own all of these channels, platforms, experiences to innovate on their own and make the experiences better, right? And make their support systems all focused on, on you know, driving everybody to digital. So a little bit of a win-win there, kind of, I think, for all of us. Um, yeah, so just being in marketing and, and my background primarily is within the digital kind of content production uh, advertising space. Um, and I think, you know, innovation is truly driven in the marketing space, driven by creativity and strategic thought pairing them together, right? So it's easy as a marketer to be like, oh, what if we did this really cool, big, crazy thing? And um, we did this really cool, big, crazy installation. And like, I want to have street art all over the city, right? Um, all of those are amazing. All of those connect with different types of people. And when you pair that with a really strategic thought and a partnership, a great partnership internally at your business with your chief revenue officer, your business development team, your um, your operations team, right? Like what are these fundamental needs from all these different partners or from us as a business? How do you make them kind of fun and connect uniquely to a very specific type of audience? And then how do you find the partner that that also ties to their goals with, right? So I think um, marketing has gotten a lot closer to the business development world than maybe it's been in the past, at least in my experience from the digital side. Um, so we're working very closely with different people saying, hey, you know, this partner of ours, that's been a partner of ours, you know, here at Vegas, uh, Golden Knights, we've only been a business for seven or eight years here. So, uh, you know, broadly speaking, this partner of ours has been a partner for, you know, five, 10, 15 years. They have all of the assets that we have in our portfolio and they're still not happy. What can we do? Okay, well, let's think about who are they actually trying to connect with? What are they trying to specifically drive with this relationship? And then what are they trying to drive within their business? And let's come up with a really cool opportunity for us from a marketing standpoint, whether that's some sort of digital presence within their park parking purchase within the app that we've built, right? In in conjunction with whomever's running our parking or in conjunction with our ticketing partner, that kind of thing. So for me in the marketing world, it's really about um, pairing together some type of um, fun experience wrap around a business or a partner need that can be delivered, you know, digitally or or even on game day experiences or, or even kind of in communities. Monique, to you on the on the game day front and or event experience, right? Like there's only so many events you can have on so many days to, to drive so much revenue, right? So how are how are you being innovative in in the event world? Well, it's a two-part question, but I'll focus on the real part of your, your question. I was going to go into my whole city challenge of only having a limited amount of dates to use, but we'll focus on the innovation part of it. 
uh, innovation for me still goes back to guest experience of being in this generation, instant, easy access to things, finding a lot of venues flipping to mobile ordering, or um, as we, Gerald mentioned, the pandemic, the QR code thing was kind of phasing out. And through the pandemic, it's now ramped back up. So making sure that we have easy, accessible QR codes when fans enter our venue to scan and get whatever they need to get to the next step. I was just at a venue this past weekend watching my Miami Dolphins beat the LA Chargers. Sorry, everybody who's a Chargers fan. And I was noticing on the video screens that they had a QR code to just scan for a luxury seating experience. I thought, oh, that's so easy to go to one site and grab all your information. Other things that are innovative and we're having to keep up with, we call them open gates, but I know a lot of venues have this where you enter through stadiums and instead of having to take out everything out of your wallet and your purse, you just walk straight through and then they they can detect kind of like at airport what's going on in your bag without having to make it an unnecessary experience of taking everything out. So trying to keep up with all the technology, bells and whistles, and also still trying to fund that because as easy and simple as it looks like to the consumer is a pretty pricey piece of equipment that everyone's having to go through as even if it is as simple as a QR code, I'm sure Stephanie has a fun time figuring out that magic link. So uh, yeah, those are all my fun new hats and tricks of uh, innovative revenue ways. Excuse me. Thanks for listening to today's episode on the Life in the Front Office Plus. And remember to share with a friend or colleague, leave a review and tune in to each weekly or monthly episode across our shows. 